0: Hello and welcome back to the All Figured Out podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Barr, and I am back recording new fresh episodes for you after taking a bit of a break with our nine no, 10-week-old baby who was born just a few months ago. So I'm so excited to be back on the mic, definitely feeling inspired by the newborn journey and remembering just a few things that kind of help uh, <laughs> help us out in life with young kids. And one of them is our topic for today, which is ideal schedules or schedules in general. If you're out there and you have a newborn or you remember those newborn days, you remember how... Important and time consuming and all encompassing that those schedules can be. So, personally, we're not quite in like the schedule phase yet. I feel like we're still in the phase where, you know, he just eats and sleeps around the clock, but we're starting to slowly see some sort of pattern. And it got me thinking about just schedules in general and starting to dream up what our schedule, our family schedule is going to look like once he, you know, has a bit more of a routine. And I don't actually know what it's going to look like, to be honest. People have asked me, you know, how much time are going to be taking off of work uh, before you come back and you start coaching again and that sort of thing. And I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of winging it. And so I am recording this episode as much for you as I am selfishly for myself, as I want to reinvigorate and just rethink and redream up what my family and my ideal schedule really looks like. You're listening to the All Figured Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Barr. As a career coach for parents, a mom, an entrepreneur, and someone who spent 10-plus years in the corporate world, I still don't have it all figured out, and maybe you don't either. In this podcast, I'll share tools and strategies that I use with my clients. And in the many areas where I don't have things figured out, I'll be bringing you some amazing guest experts to help us fill in the gaps. So tune in each week as we explore how to make career and life decisions that truly work for you, your family, and your big goals. Let's make moves. Before I get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, I just want to have a a quick second to ask you to do something for me. If you can go on your podcast app, your favorite podcast app, say Apple or Spotify or you know those crazy apps that exist out there. And if you could just take a second and review or rate based on the app that's out there for you. So on Apple, that could look like hitting a five-star rating and leaving a review, which would be absolutely incredible. On Spotify, it's hitting a rating. I think there's even something now where you can be asking questions or share your feedback on episodes. It's pretty cool. There's some new new features that are coming out there. But anything that you can do to engage with the show and just share your love would be absolutely amazing. I feel like nobody ever talks about why podcasters ask for that, but it's uh, basically, long story short, the algorithm really, really favors people who get engagement from listeners in the form of ratings and reviews. And so one of my big goals for this year is to grow this platform, to grow this audience, get in more people's ears so I can share all my amazing guests that I have on and some of the tips and tricks that I have that I uh, share with you in episodes like this. So if you could just take a second, maybe pause this episode and do that, it would really, really mean the world, like I say, and I would be so forever grateful. Okay, so let's get into it. So today, like I said, we're talking about schedules and how to build out your ideal schedule. So I'm not just saying it, you know, I bring tools and tricks that I use with my clients. This is hands down the one thing that I do with, I would say 99.9% of my clients is getting them to really think about and reflect on what, what do you want your schedule to look like? What do you want your days to look like? And I really like this exercise because I find that sometimes there's reflection exercises that I do with certain clients that just feel way too lofty, way too in the future. So if I'm getting someone to really reflect on their vision for their life or where do you want to be when you're 95 years old, et cetera, et cetera, sometimes that can just feel so far away and so hard. And I get that. And I'm kind of in that phase right now. When you've got small kids, especially, you know, babies in the house, it's like, I'm just trying to get through today, man. So that is why I really love this exercise, figuring out your ideal schedule, not just your ideal life. Like what do you want your day, your week, your month, your quarter, your year to look like? And you don't even have to go that far out. You could truly just do this exercise by just thinking about what do I want the next 30 minutes to look like. And so I think this is a really important exercise to also do because I've actually been thinking about this a lot recently, you know, in the feeding Just feeding around the clock moments, um, have looking back on your life and not just seeing those autopilot moments of getting groceries, tidying, going to sleep, feeding everybody, feeding yourself, doing exercise that you're like meh about. There's all these things that we do that we have to do, and they're important, like, you know, feeding ourselves, feeding our children, and that's totally fine. And I'm not saying don't make space for those things, but. If our entire life just looks like that, just those autopilot moments or the things that are constantly preparing. I also think about that a lot. I've been thinking about that recently about constantly preparing, like tidying the house or organizing the house in preparation to be able to enjoy the house. So for me right now, like there's just stuff everywhere. I just feel a bit chaotic. And so I've been really trying to kind of like create and make space. And I'm like, so why am I doing this? Why am I spending my time? On making this space lovely and beautiful. And it's because when I can make the space calm and decluttered and that sort of thing, then I feel like I can really take those magical moments in my day, which I want to build more into my schedule, and enjoy, read a book and be looking around my house or looking around our patio and be like, "Ah, it feels really calm and it feels really good. And so, not just always preparing not just always being on autopilot, but really creating the moments and setting yourself up for whatever it is you want to do in your life, whether it's setting yourself up to have like a great workout or to have friends over to entertain. What is it? What is the ideal? What are you striving for? What are you working towards? Um, I was doing a bit of research for this episode and I found that uh, the Max Planck Institute actually found they did this huge study that 95% of your day is spent on autopilot. So, kind of the tass- tasks that I was just mentioning, or it could be you know, tasks at work or commuting or whatever. I'm sure you've had that moment as well. I definitely have where you're driving and, of course, you're engaged or you're doing something and then you look up after half an hour and you're like, whoa, I do not really remember the last half hour. That's what I'm talking about, those autopilot moments. So, again, this is not to say that we don't want to have, we're not going to have autopilot moments. That's, it's just a natural, you know, phenomenon of being a human being is that we're going to live on autopilot. So, how can we kind of hack that system to make it so that the autopilot moments are, you know, working towards and in alignment with a life that you really want? So, the ideal schedule. So if you create a schedule, if you create the container in the system that works for you, then, and, and by works for you, I mean, is actually setting yourself up for whatever it is that you want to be creating or doing or bringing more into your life. Then when you go on autopilot, you've already created the container in the system. So you're not actually thinking about it. It's just happening. And then you think back on your day, you're reflecting at the end of the day, maybe having dinner or falling asleep. And you're like, yes, that was a great day. And it actually didn't require a lot of effort because I had the schedule set in place. So that's a bit of the why behind this. And it is such a fun exercise to do. It is so incredibly easy. I do have a download for you. That'll be in the show notes. It's my ideal uh, schedule template. And I, this is exactly what I use with my clients. So I'm going to give this to you for free and you can download it through the show notes, through the like through the link and I hope you enjoy. So go through this with you know, a cup of coffee, go through this with your partner, whatever it is you want to do, and I hope you really enjoy it. So I'm going to walk you through a few things to keep in mind when you are creating your ideal schedule. So first off, I want you to start with the end in mind. So this is such a cliche thing that a coach will always get you to do, but it works. So start with what it is that you're working towards. And what I want you to do, especially in these parenting, you know, this really hands-on parenting period that you might be in, I want you to shorten the window. So when I ask you, start with the end in mind of what are you looking to create? What do you want your life to look like? I'm talking like a week out or maybe a month out. So let's not get too crazy or too lofty here. I want this to be super tactical. I want this to be something that you can do today and actually start to implement. So start with the end in mind. What are you working towards this month, this week, or today? And if say it is something fitness related, I have a couple of friends who are marathon runners and I, I cannot relate to that, but I think a lot of people here could or some sort of big goal. That probably requires making sure that in your schedule you have running and it's a non-negotiable in your schedule. So if you have a marathon that's coming up in say six months, three months, whatever it is, or even a month out, you've got to be training. And so how can you create it in your schedule that? you train at X time each day or these days on the week. This is when you do your short run, your long run. I don't know why I'm actually using this example. I know nothing about marathon running, but I just feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of marathon runners. So um, make it simple so that you're not having to ask yourself the question. This goes back to that discussion of decision fatigue, which, oh man, I always think about this. It's how, how many decisions you have to make in a day can just bring so much weight and heaviness to your mind. And so how can you take those decisions away from yourself? So instead of waking up in the morning and saying, should I run today? Should I not? Should I do this? Should I do that? It's just in the schedule and then cue autopilot. It just gets done. And then you're you know, lying in bed at night and thinking back on your day and you're like, sweet, I got that run in and I didn't really have to think about it because it was just part of the schedule. So what is that for you? Two resources that I have for you that could help with this are episode 12 and episode 13 of this podcast. And uh, the first one is a reflection. So I recorded this at the very beginning of the year to kind of get people thinking about their year ahead, but this, I make it, made it agnostic to, you know, any time. And so you can go back and listen and do this reflection just to think about how things have been going for you and your family and, you know, what's working and what's not. And then episode 13 is more of the action episode to help you set intentions. So if you're feeling a bit lost and you're like, Andrea, I don't even know what the end is. I don't even know what the end for my day is then head back to those episodes. Episode 13 is actually a meditation. It's a seven-minute meditation that will help you to figure out what the intentions are, what it is that you're out to create. So start with the end in mind and head back to episode 12 and 13 to help you do that. Next up, get a small win. So before anything else, I want you to think about your schedule. I want you to really dream up what that ideal day, week, month, quarter year looks like. And as you're dreaming and as you're thinking about the logistics of this all, before you get into like the really nitty gritty, before you start to enroll other people in this, I want you to just look, get, look at the low hanging fruit and be like, what is something super small that I could just implement today? And I want you to implement that today. Something super, super, super small that you can put into your schedule, quote unquote schedule, whether it's written down or just in your head and make it a non-negotiable. And I want you to get that small win just to see and feel how that feels and what it feels like to schedule in something and what that small tweak can do for you. I actually worked with a coach previously. I was talking about this with a friend the other day who, Kristen Constable, shout out to you. She would talk about five-way wins and she, this five-way win notion is how can you get a win so say um you know setting something up in your schedule to do every day lemon water or you know doing a downward dog or something so so small and what is the ripple effect of that action or that thing that you're implementing in your schedule and she talks about trying to get five you know like five wins within that one action so You can gamify it and think about if you were to make that small action, what are the, how many wins can you get out of it? Okay, lemon water, it tastes good, it feels good, it helps my digestion, it's apparently really good for, you know, your skin health and things like that. Um, And it gets you drinking more water. So there's a lot of ripple effects that come from this one action. So, what is a small win that you could do that would have really big action and impact from it? So next, when you're thinking about your ideal schedule, I want you to then enroll and engage your family. I would say this is probably the hardest part because it requires setting some time aside to do this. It requires maybe having some, I don't know, um a hard conversation. Like sometimes this can be a little bit hard where you have to sit down and really share your truth and say, Hey, this is what I really want. This is what I want our schedule to look like, or this is what I need from our schedule. What do you need from our schedule and how can we kind of combine this into the master plan for our family? But it's definitely the most important part of all of this. And you probably saw this coming to enroll your family any caregivers that are you know, part of your life, anybody who is a part of the schedule, making sure that you're having these conversations and that you're creating this together. But I do think it's important to say that do this exercise first for yourself. So download the download that I have and go through your ideal day, your week, your month, your quarter, your year, and then kind of take out some of the high level pieces from that. And you can bring that to a conversation with your partner or a family member and say, okay, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I want to bring more into my life. What do you think? What are you wanting to call more into? And that sort of thing. In the early days of becoming a parent, so when Scotty and I had Addie, our first daughter or our first child, um, we did this a lot actually. So we were just in the throes of being new parents, things felt a little bit crazy. We were just completely, you know, our whole lives had been shifted in the best way possible, but it just felt like, whoa, this is this is a bit crazy. And we actually without really thinking about it, had this conversation quite often where every couple of weeks or a month or so, we would be chatting at dinner and you kind of run out of topics to talk about anyways. And so we, Addie would be, you know, snoozing or sleeping on me or feeding or whatever. And we talk about, okay, how are things going? Is there any tweaks that we'd like to make? Or are there any tweaks that we'd like to make? Is there anything we want to do differently? Uh, what do we want to keep the same? And that sort of thing. And it's it wasn't this big overhaul. It wasn't like we were writing anything out, but we were just saying, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really tired in the mornings or in the evenings. I think that's what it was for me is I would get really, really tired with you know feeding and that sort of thing in the evening. So I actually wanted to go to bed earlier. And so Scotty started doing an evening bottle for me. And then I would wake up in the early morning. So this doesn't have to be a big thing, something you can just come back to whenever you're feeling like something is a bit off or not really working in your schedule. Make it a dinner conversation and just casually chat about how things are going. What do you want to keep? What do you want to change? And what can you celebrate? What do you guys think you're doing really well? The next piece that kind of relates to that, tip number four here, is try one thing at a time. So try changing who gets up with the kids in the morning or who puts them to bed in the evening. Or how are you planning meals each week? Do you have takeout a couple times a month? Try one thing. And again, coming back to that notion of the five-way win, what's like one small thing that you could implement that would have a really big ripple effect elsewhere? So if you're really craving and really feeling like you're missing going out to restaurants because, oh my goodness, you have a newborn like we do, and it's just not quite possible to be going out to, you know, lovely restaurants every week or whatever, then can you do takeout and can you make it a special night where you maybe put the kids to bed or you've got the newborn like hopefully quietly sleeping and you can have some really nice takeout once a month and you can just enjoy each other's company. What are some of these little things that you can try? And it doesn't have to be anything to do with cleaning or cooking. It can be fun related. How great would that be? And then finally here is check back in. So like any tip that I were to ever give you, always recalibrating, always coming back and checking in. How are things going? So you make those small, small tweaks. You start with the end in mind. You get a small win. You engage your family members. You try one thing at a time, and then you check back in and you can throw everything out and start again if you want. So those are the five tips. Now, in terms of the actual exercise that you can download, or you don't even have to download it, to be honest, you can just do it right now if you're driving in the car. Take five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and just think about how are things going? How does the schedule feel? Am I enjoying it? What would I want to change? What would make this schedule or my autopilot feel even more rewarding and exciting and want to get me out of bed every morning? So the exercise, if you do want to download it, it's really nice. It's just a Word doc. And what you can do is you just go in and you can type in what does your ideal day look like. So I would often uh, recommend that you do an ideal weekday and an ideal weekend day if that's kind of how your schedule goes. And just type in like, what time would you want to wake up? What time do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? what do you want to be doing? Is it is there fitness in there? Is there time for creativity or art or um, what hobbies and passions do you have that you want to implement each week? And so there's actually separate schedules for each day, week, month, quarter, and year. And you don't have to use all of them. Use whichever one speak to you at this point. But if you actually went through and filled out each of these or just filled out one of them, I promise you, It will be so eye-opening for you to actually see what comes out of your head in terms of what that ideal schedule looks like for you. And then again, huge tip would be go and just pick one small thing to try for yourself. Have a conversation with your partner and then try one small thing in partnership as well. I hope this helped you out today. I hope that you're excited to really reevaluate and rethink your schedule. It is such a great, 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 great thing to do every so often, especially if you're starting to just feel a bit blah, which can happen sometimes. So take a look at your schedule, really think about what's working, what's not, and make one small tweak today. Thank you for listening. You can access all resources mentioned in this episode via my website, andreabarcom podcast. And let's chat on Instagram. I'm at Andrea Coaching, and I reply to every DM I get. If you loved this episode, don't forget to quickly hit that button on your podcast app to give me a five-star rating and drop in a review. It would truly mean the world. And if you're like me and love to share things that you love, send this episode to a friend who you think would appreciate this topic. Thanks again for listening, and I'll chat with you next week.